Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host, Pete Pasco. That'd be me. All right, there's a little bit of rain on the roof tonight, just a sort of pattering, light pattering going on. You might sort of hear that in the background. Um, I don't mind that at all. My studio's sort of uh, lo-fi, and uh, now and then you get the crows outside. We get these crows in Australia. It's pretty funny. Hot day, they go, <laughs> honestly, like that sort of noise and not so good when you're doing some sort of sensitive recording on the voice coming through <laughs> can you hear the can you hear the rain kind of nice because it was really we could say muggy here today and by that i mean humid humid sort of day um i hope you're having a great week uh we're here to look at another song uh if, if you're back again thanks so much for tuning in I, i'm glad you're enjoying these uh, podcast um, episodes that I'm putting together. If it's your first time here, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, I do hope you enjoy today's offering. Uh, if you do, there's about 40-odd back there waiting for your listening ears. So, man, that was that 24 hours of me talking on the internet? Oh, hey. And also, of course, me playing the piano. All right. So this is something I've done for years. Um, as a living, being a pianist, I guess. You know, maybe you want a bit more background. I won't talk out, talk for hours because you, you can find this sort of thing online these days. Uh, I am putting my memoirs up of being a piano man. Check out the blog, The Hazy Line. Memoirs of being a piano man. It's going up there slowly. Um, I've enjoyed being a pianist all these years. It, it is a great thing. I said to one of my students the other day, um, art is a gift and a gift is t- to be shared and I really I really think that's the same art and when I say art I'm drawing a, a circle around I guess if you like art and music all the arts I think that's a gift yeah and it's a gift to be shared we can uh, gain from it collectively and individually so look I'm, I'm big on all that um I've had fun today I, I was recording this song here I'm going to play a bit hang on this bit So, um, yeah, what I did was I, I'm recording a solo album coming up and I've got all the backing tracks done. I've sung to them and just about up to a mix, which is really exciting. But today I thought, hey, I'll do a piano solo version, a, you know, like an instrumental version, piano, um, playing along with the recorded tracks, which I instantly, uh, I, I recorded like guitar sounds and that by triggering off keyboards and stuff. So that is so much fun. And if you want to check that out, you can do that next day. I'll put it in the show notes, but it's just uh, YouTube, uh, Pete Pat, 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 Pat. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm going to let you in, into a production secret right now. Know what's happened? I have talked away for about five minutes here, and what happened was the tape stopped. Oh. So I've rewound it, and as an ex- exercise here now of uh, ded- dedication and determination... I have jumped straight back in there and I'm going to attempt to recall some of the things I was talking about because I got things to quite an interesting place, at least I think I did. (laughs) Um, I started talking about how this song came together. This is in my own time. This one here. Something like that. Um, And I have to tell you that 
the, the thread is gone completely by the way so i'm just starting again <laughs> that's just fine by me it's all good fun oh boy don't you just love it when that sort of thing happens technical gear by george anywho um i write very naturally that's just the way i do it uh you, you can get very technical about things um i've, I've spent years doing this sort of thing as I've, I've played the piano for years and I've spent years learning about musical theory and so much so that it has become quite a natural sort of thing uh, when I engage in my knowledge and it comes out through my fingers and that sort of thing. Look, there's an awful lot that I don't know and there's an awful lot of mistakes I continue to make and that, but I am learning and I think that's the great thing about an art. You, um, no matter where you are along the path, you never really arrive you're always there for an instant and on you go and you're figuring out something else now when you write a song you could be very technical about it you could do like this here's a minor goes with e oh i'm going to f this one's related and so is that and yes you can come up with a song that way absolutely that's not the general way i go but you could hear me there just sort of i couldn't help pushing it into some sort of thing creative um there's a lot to be said about knowing your stuff right uh but it's a little bit like when you see a tennis player who's in the zone and that they return a volley that they couldn't possibly have thought ah yes i shall select my backhand volley and this muscle, this goes up, this goes down. And, oh, yeah, right. It's just, it's all instinctive, isn't it? This comes in the moment. Lots of muscle memory. Uh, we've all got it. We didn't learn. When, when we, I teach, I say that, here we go. I say this to my students when I'm teaching piano. Uh, playing the piano is, like anything, a series of very easy steps. Truth. All put together. We were all babies once, and it's not like we suddenly got up one day and decided from crawling, I will walk, and you start walking. Oh no, you sort of hang onto the couch and knees, what will we get those muscles nearly ready? And you learn by watching your parents, and you watch and you watch. Then comes that magic day, and you take that first step. And it's a miracle because it takes balance and all those muscles left foot forward, right hand back. Anyway, you get the picture. Any, um, if you're thinking of getting into writing songs or doing an art, don't be put off by how complicated it appears. Complicated it appears. It is a series of simple steps. Okay, the next simple step I'm going to take here is I'm just going to take you back in time to uh, ooh, 95. Oh my goodness, 1995, and this when I wrote this song in my own time. And uh, I, I had had a, a series of pretty rosy years, pretty lucky, and I was having a bit of a grim time at this particular time. Work wasn't going that great. My band wasn't going that great. Music, relationships, somewhere to live. It was all up in the air, and it was such a dark time. And whether I was deluding myself or what, I don't know, but sometimes it feel like the words I was writing down were almost lighting the path ahead of me. Um, see what I just see what you think anyway that maybe these lyrics turned out to be a bit prophetic about what was coming up all right for me at that stage so that was the inspiration for this particular song was this the riff that I put to these words and I wrote these words first here we go this is in my own time rolling
There we go, In My Own Time. Yes, that was a bit of a heavy scene. Uh, to get a piece of art out of it, and uh, you know, you're here to find out a bit where a song comes from. Sometimes it's from some of the gloomier parts of our life, you know, and they can inspire art. Now, I'm not sure if I've already sort of said this now in this particular episode, but uh, because of the technical technical glitch earlier, but uh, I'm going to be putting up another version of that particular song that I recorded with the band The Patient Hum uh, and I'm putting it on here shortly you'll, you'll be coming uh, up you'll be coming across that in a few more minutes time and you'll see where the band took it so uh, from a songwriting point of view I think you can go and try a few different versions of songs yeah and that, that comes to mind it brings to mind this one I was doing today this And it's in my head because I've recorded it and I've videoed it. And I videoed it, like I said, it's on YouTube. And I hope, like I said, <laughs> oh no, this is getting into a bit of a mess, isn't it? Never mind, we'll get it straight at the end where all these threads are sort of how they're coming together. Right now, bring some structure into proceedings, Peter. Quite right. I am going to bring out the book and we're going to look at the lyrics now. Okay, we are, well, I am. Looking at uh, page 365. So this is uh, page 365 of your songbooks, ladies and gentlemen. Song number 365 in my own time. Written in, uh, oh, here we are detailed. 
the 20th of July 1995. All right, in Palmerston North, New Zealand. And I was in a, a flat that really uh, was, yeah, the capital wasn't too flash. And it was all a bit grim, like I said. Here we go. But this is what I wrote down. And often it was in the evening. I'd write down my lyrics in the evening. That's, that's the way I used to do it. Hmm. Frame me, pitch me, paint me, finish me. Whoa. <laughs> Trap me, catch me, post me, deliver me. All right, what is that? Well, look, I tell you what, here's what it was. I was nearly stepping into this beginning of this, this sort of new relationship. And look, I knew it wasn't going to be right. Is that the word? It didn't last long. It probably wasn't the happiest and probably shoulda, woulda, coulda, you know. <laughs> no, I'm better. And this is what I'm thinking here. This is a message I'm writing down. Frame me, pitch me, paint me, finish me, trap me, catch me, post me, deliver me from your hands to another land, from my mind in another land. So I sort of feel like I looked forward there a little bit and saw that I wouldn't be in the relationship and I was off to another country in this particular song, hmm. which is what I did a couple of years later. Went from New Zealand, came to live in Melbourne, Australia. Interesting. Okay, uh, trust me, speak to me, hear me, cover me, rush me, push me, use me, love me. So that's fairly black and white, isn't it? Um, you can get a lot across with very few words. Um, I like what's going on in terms of a pattern here, this blah me, blah, blah, blah me, blah me, blah me, hear me, cover me. Uh, I think it works. Um, whether it works as just a spoken lyric, I don't know, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but it's some words that I think definitely worked well in the song. In my own time, in my own way. In my own time, in my own way. So I've repeated that. It's going to be on my terms. At least that's what I set out with. And pretty quickly it all got, all my ideas and hopes and dreams got washed away pretty quick with this particular episode. But I came through it. But not before I'd seen this. I'll risk and I'll burn and I'll die and I'll turn. And I'll seek and I'll grow and I'll live and I'll learn. <laughs> so it's like this foreboding sense of, mate, if you step your toes in here, you're going to get burned. Yeah, you'll come out the other side. Yeah, you, yeah, no, young. You can't, yeah, you can lead them to water. <laughs> Anyhow, like a river to the sea, to the sky, to the mountains. So there's the whole cycle of, you know, being, I guess being reborn again, if you like, the whole raindrop goes into the river, out to the sea, back to the sky, up to the mountain, down the river. So the whole cyclical nature of being was sort of um, what I ended up writing about. And what, what, so it became a quite a universal, universal sort of theme. And from a very small, very, is it myopic, is that a word? My view of what I was doing in my little world. So there you go. As a, um, that's the lyrics. I think what you can take from that as a as a writer or as a you know or anyone, whatever your experience is, um, you can learn from it, yeah, and it can it can come to a bigger picture. And with the lyrics here, it did do that. I, I brought it into a universal theme, as I um, mentioned, and I, th I think perhaps I've got a habit of doing that in my lyrics. I do just tend to tend to look around the room and see what's 
hitting me between the eyes and, and sort of draw, let my mind wander. So if you're struggling for a starting point, start with something that's real, start with something that's around with you, that's around you. Okay, I've touched on the music a minute ago. On that cyclical nature though, I'm going to go to the end of the song now. And this riff here, I'm just going to play it once, this one. So yeah, it's a cyclical. So that that came from the the whole river to the sea to the sky to the mountain. Yeah, that that's where I got that cyclical kind of a thing going on. And I do like the little descending run. That you don't have to be too clever, folks. You know, you can you can get paid by the note. But I think sometimes, quite often, simpler is better. There we go. There's another little tip there. Eh? Okay, back to the beginning of the song. This frame me, picture me, paint me, finish me. Does again, yeah? Trap me, catch me, post me, deliver me, etc. Then into this bit. Uh, from my hands to another land from my mind to another that's pretty much the whole song, isn't it? You got the bits. It's um, it's a fascinating thing writing a song. It never, like, it never ceases to amaze me the different sorts of songs you could come up with. Um, and, and I think that that's a key to. Uh, people are amazed that I've written eight hundred songs. Well, I am too. But then you look at Dolly Parton, who wrote five thousand, probably still writing now. <laughs> I think got a ways to go. But um, I have never felt like I have... There are, there are a couple of patches where I think I was, I, I've admitted to myself, I'm writing some pretty mediocre songs. What did I do? I kept writing. And I kept trying to improve. But I didn't sort of push it, you know? I didn't get upset with myself. I just kept going. And sure enough, the next song came back. And oh, hell, they got a lot better. And it's pretty interesting. They seem to come in bunches of uh, fours or fives and sort of two out of five seem to be and you get one out of seven Whoa, that's getting better <laughs> so it's like an odds game yeah they seem, seem to keep coming but I don't write songs here we go why do I write a song I don't write the songs from any look at me point of view or angle I don't look at I don't write a song really look I, it is very nice to be uh, have a song appreciated and loved and known and, and look I have experienced that and it's it's a very nice thing um, but I, I wrote so I write songs because it's a calling um, and and it's just it's never gone away just like I said last week and the, it's like a dog that follows me around like a lost hound you know just like yeah there Pete yeah there I got, I got a song I got a song and yesterday morning when the electricians arrived and I had I had plenty of stuff to do and isn't it amazing how dependent we are on the internet and all that kind of stuff I and I couldn't uh, even change the fish water because I couldn't get the water getting hot without the anyway. I sat down and wrote three lyrics, song lyrics, and it felt really good because I've been writing my songs, uh, the music and the lyrics at the same time, uh, a lot in recent years. And I just sort of thought, yeah, I thought back to last week's podcast, and I think I mentioned that, and I thought, ah, I'll sit down and write a few, just the words first, give it a go. And uh, that was pretty good fun. So we'll see what eventuates there, see what happens. 
Okay, now I think we're up to where I'm going to play what the band did with the song. And when it started off, did come on, you be honest, did you think, oh wow, this can be heavy? <laughs> kind of was, but it, it kind of got going, didn't it? And then it kind of didn't. And that kind of, well, that's what a demo can be. It was more the, you're just catching something, you're catching the essence of the song. And I think it did. And there, there's a lot of like, there's a lot that I like about it. Um, and there's a lot that I like about what the band did with it. I think I'll record it again sometime and sort of combine the two the two styles a bit more, I think. See how we go. Okay, without further ado, here's the band version of In My Own Time. Okay, so that was the band, uh, The Patient Hum, Pete Pascoe and The Patient Hum playing that. And so we took it somewhere, yeah? It's a bit, bit more up, wasn't it? It, it became uh, one of the early sort of songs for us that was successful live. We always sort of started every set, every night. Whenever we played, we, we started off with that song. It was cool. Uh, the guys playing there, Mr. Anthony Reed on the rhythm guitar there, nice groove going along there, and uh, Neil Sims on lead guitar, rather brilliant. Uh, drumming on that was Andy Robinson, he was a young fella that um, helped us out when we needed help because our, our drummer at the time, uh, Peter Vad, uh, for some reason, I can't remember what it was, but he couldn't make it to this Battle of the Bands thing where we were going, playing at the ESPY, and, and, uh, which is a, a big live sort of venue pub in Melbourne, and uh, anyway, we were lucky enough to get Andy, talented young fella, and I asked him to record so pleased i did great job andy um the other guys were still going and we have dan chu on drums now and we have a new album just out and it is called the roughest cut and i'd love you to check that out for streaming um 
mobile phone and girl when you went away the singles and that and it, it's nice to be um it is wonderful to have a band that, that and a band that's been around for some years you know you get to know each other you really do and i'm just thinking now you know we had so many fun times as a band i'm going to tell you about one particular gig i reckon it is, it is we, we all sort of collectively agree on this one of our most enjoyable gigs was this we went and played at this bowls club we were invited to and i knew that the age group was a bit older that went to this bowls club i thought how are we going to go across i mean we're not your covers band we're not going to roll out your barrel your you know or um crackling rosie she don't ride and they, well, i mean they're great songs and all the rest of it but it's just not what we do we're an originals act but the the um the sort of the the guy that acts in for this particular bowls club no you'll be, you'll be great well we set up we walked in with our gear and there was a lot of older folks having dinner and they looked at us like oh my goodness so yeah their teeth between their teeth bearing oh my god these guys are going to be loud they're big speakers those young fellas what do we do here's a tip if you're playing live always play just a little bit quieter than what people expect and that particular night we did our rocking songs we did it all but we set up really close together we made sure the sound was good for us and even though half the half the crowd walked out as we were setting up decidedly briskly they were heading out and heading home these youngsters were taking over well we played a set that was really well received by these older folk they loved it they loved the fact we weren't bashing it out really loud and they could tell we were into it and they enjoyed the songs so here's the thing i think if if the song's good it can cut through and it can get a message across to all sorts of age groups so i think that's something to take away yeah i, I have enjoyed playing live music to all ages all through the years and it's it's just so much fun playing live Okay, I see we're coming up to the end of this episode just about. I normally go for about the, the 30 minute mark. And I was just, I did stop the tape and I was just wondering about how to wrap this up, what to say. And, and I just want to let you know uh, this week uh, I was just thinking deeply about everything I'm doing. And um, I wasn't in danger of stopping what I was doing, but it's just, I was just looking at each individual thing, like the podcast. And man, you've got to be mad painting outdoors. Like on Sunday, I went out and painted and went to this ocean beach. It was a howling wind. And <laughs> I had to snuggle down behind my painting bag and hang on to my canvas so I wouldn't get blown away. But I got my painting done. And I think that's it in a nutshell. You know what? If, if you've got, a, if you've got a, um, some sort of passion something that's sort of gnawing at you and maybe you've invested in it and maybe you've invested in it a lot don't ever give up there you go that that that's my big advice for this week for this episode don't ever give up no 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 matter what sort of a hole you might be in and um look like i said with that particular song at that particular time in my own time it was a tough spot to be in i i just i just i already feel trapped it was I mean, the song took me right back to how I feel. And and the, the how I feel was close to being helpless and uh, it was close to a hopeless situation. But I knew that if I just kept moving and I trusted in myself that I would get through it one way or another. And I did. And because I put my, maybe it got off my shoulders, those words into the book and came up with a piece of art, 
what's happened there is it's given a lot of people pleasure. <laughs> My pain, no problem at all. You're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. And, uh, and, and that is true, isn't it? All those people, even those, those old folks in the, the bowls club when we started going... I see these sort of grim looks and the old toe tapping and yeah, it's just, I remember this young, the older fella coming over and go, hey youngsters, that, that was really good, really good, great, great music. You wrote those songs, didn't you? And I could tell you really felt them because you know what? We did too. We've had a great night and thanks for putting on this show. We hope to see you again soon. When you have something like that said to you, boy, it makes you feel, it just makes up for a maybe a hundred bad gigs or whatever you may have gone on and what may have sort of happened in the past and that sort of thing. So there you go. No matter how grim your path gets, one step after the other, you'll get out the other side and it too shall pass. Uh, much like COVID, we're in a grim spot, a lot of us around the world. Hearts going out to people doing it tough. Hang in there. Collectively, we'll get through it. In the meantime, what I'm doing is offering a whole lot of positive stuff on the media, on the internet, that sort of thing. And if you're liking the sound of my sort of music, well, I'd love you to sort of tune in and find more. It's on Spotify. I see them up to 23,000 uh, streams on my album Peace, the piano album. That, that, that feels cool. I mean, I know it's not 250,000 million or whatever, but to me, that, that's a lot of plays. You know, it's more than mum and me cat, you know. <laughs> and I've been going a few years now, and I'm really really enjoying it all so look i hope you've enjoyed this week's episode i, I hope they're giving a, a, a sort of an insight as to where the song came from and i hope you have a fantastic week all right look forward to seeing you soon yeah check it out all right actually if you want to check out the blog this week and check out that painting and and the video uh just go just i'll put it in the show notes with the, the pete pasco blog is petepasco.wordpress.com all right this is Pete Pascoe, signing out. See you next time. Bye now.